but they were talking about how their how they had a a friend who you know if her if her husband did not have um if her husband did not do well how was the phrasing if 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 her friend's husband did not do whatever in a specific order there was no way she could, there was no way she could you know get turned on like he had to do things specifically for a certain amount of time in a certain order and that mm-hmm. was what turned her on and she you know she was like is that like a normal kind of thing that you know that that it has to be in a certain order and clearly i really don't think so but i i want to run that by you i definitely don't think it has to be in a certain order but i think that if you find something that works for you it's really easy to get into that routine Mm -hmm. i know that this is kind of a different question but a lot of women are worried about becoming like dependent on their vibrators and then they can only come with with their vibrator and what whenever i interview people you know doctors about that what they always say is just to switch it up you know like like use your vibrator but like also use your hands Mm -hmm. have your partner like go down on you and because i i do think we can get into routines where like this is what works like this is what turns me on or this is what gets me off and there there's not necessarily like anything wrong with that but if she is looking to bring more diversity into their her and her husband's sex life then um you know i'm sure that the husband will be down to explore you know or start with just some slight modifications on it yeah and and try new things and you can she can always come back to to whatever routine she has that works. And in a lot of ways, that's really wonderful. And she has kind of, you know, a, a leg up on a lot of people on knowing what she needs to get turned on and to get off. Cause I think not everyone always knows that. And it's, it's, you know, really important to learn, learn your body and to learn yourself. So it's great that she knows, but if she is worried about it, I would just suggest, you know, making some slight variations and then seeing how, how that goes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, so would you say that, would you say that it's a good thing to have a routine, but to also, you know, change it up from time to time? I would say it's a good thing to know your body. You know, people, for instance, like women, some women need like direct clitoral stimulation. Some women Mm -hmm. like it a little above the clit or a little below the clit. Some women like penetration a lot more than others. You know, some people like having nipple things under their nipples. Others don't get much out of nipple play. So it's really useful. And, you know, you can like just do that through masturbation to learn what you need because then you can communicate that to your partner. And you can, you know, and everyone, I mean, your partner wants you to feel good. So if they have kind of a roadmap for it, that is, that is really handy. I just... Mm-hmm. The the only way I would see that as, you know, maybe you should switch it up a bit was if she was feeling um, bored or, I hope this doesn't sound rude, but if, if her husband was, was a little 
bored or looking for some more variety in their sex life, it could be useful to switch it up. But mm-hmm. it's amazing that they, that she knows what works for her. Okay, no that that makes a lot of sense because I think I think that is that is very true. I mean, if you, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like a relationship. If you don't understand yourself and you don't know who you are, you're kind of not ready to really be in a relationship. And so yeah. I think I think when it comes to sex, it's like okay, it makes sense for people to know themselves and test themselves and to figure out what they like, what they don't like, what they prefer, what they don't prefer, and understand that and know that and then communicate that to their uh their partner yeah yeah exactly so i want to i want to circle back really quick to um kinks and fetishes and do you you know do you think that this i i was reading i was reading um this article the other day and it was saying kind of how how kinks and fetishes they're natural but they can also be influenced by um ethnicity culture and background and i want to know what you think about that because it seems to me that in some ways it's true but i feel like really you can't really you can't really determine that so what do you think about that i i i agree with you i think that you know, like when you were asking me about group sex and I was trying to think about like why it turns me on, it could, I was just like, I don't know, because it's hot. Like it just does. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> for, and then I, the sex community is kind of, I've noticed that it, like they're hesitant to really feel like they're pathologizing a kink or a fetish too much. Mm-hmm. But it's, one, a lot of fetishes, attraction to objects are related back to early childhood memories. Like, usually, say if someone has, like, a, a, a foot fetish, like, they might, you might talk to them and, like, find out that, you know, they have, like, a memory just, like, ingrained in their head of being, like, in kindergarten and seeing their kindergarten teacher's stockings, you know, and, like, yeah. foot out of, and... And then just being so turned on by it. And mm-hmm. and as far as, um, what was the terminology you used about experiences, cultures, it, yeah, ethnicities? It's, it's kind of like, uh, they were kind of saying that culture, culture, ethnicity, and background can, can play an influence on, um, uh, ethnic, on not ethnicity, but on uh, kinks and fetishes. I mean, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it can. And it's, you know, and those is really controversial and hard, like, to talk about, I think, for a lot of people. But, you know, I, a lot of pro-doms do, like, race play. Mm-hmm. And I think, and obviously, that's, God, I mean, America is so fucked up with race, you know. So, of course, so of course it plays a role. You know, I... And like, you know, it's really kind of trigger warning for people, you know, but I, as, as we talked about, like have been raped mm-hmm. and now sometimes I, I love like, con- like working in like a consensual, like role play scenario with my boyfriend where I feel like, you know, he's taking me and I don't know if I can draw a straight line between the two, mm-hmm. but is there a chance that they probably are related? You know, definitely. Mm-hmm. And if, 
you do have a kink or a taboo that, excuse me, like a, a kink that's a bit taboo. I, I, I just want to say, you know, there's, there's really nothing wrong with you or wrong with that. And again, as long as it's done between consenting adults, it's perfectly normal. And I, and I don't, I really don't want anyone feeling bad for, for their kinks, even, you know, even if they feel or sound scary or strange to, to talk mm-hmm. about. Sophie, I want to thank you so much for for coming on. I really appreciate it. I learned quite a bit from you, which I I knew I wouldn't. As I told you, I was really excited for this. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was, um, yeah, I had a great time talking to you. Let's, Let's do it again. Absolutely. Absolutely.